You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture and all things related to it. New episodes are released daily. For more information, check out glossahouse.com and subscribe to our channels on Spotify and YouTube. Welcome and enjoy. Hey, welcome back to Proof Text. I'm Dr. Mario, and this is a segment that we like to call What's in the Name? Uh, The name that we're looking at now as we go through pertinent Pentateuch names is the name Noah, or in Hebrew, Noah. Um, This is a name that is really apropos to the story of Noah and is fitting also for those of us that are in Christ as new creations. Let me backtrack first, and let's talk about our three things etymology, poignancy, and then application for us as believers. Etymology of Noah's name uh, literally means rest. Now, this is not the same word that we see in Genesis 2, where we see God resting on the seventh day. In fact, that word is Shabbat, which is uh, where we end up getting the concept of uh, Sabbath from, or Shabbat. Uh, That's God resting from his work. But this is definitely another Hebrew word for rest. And so why does that fit for his name in his story? Well, what a lot of us that are Old Testament scholars like to say is that uh, whenever God destroys the earth and then via the family of Noah and his uh, children and and the animals with them, God recreates the earth. So it's a decreation, recreation event is what many people in Old Testament studies would call the story of Noah. With that being said, it makes sense, just as we saw in Genesis 2, after God completes the seventh day of creation, that he rests. We see then that there is rest in the story of the recreation event um, of Noah's story. And, in fact, the rest that we see is Noah. Now, you might look at that and say, that's rather strange that rest is now not an action of God, but rather a man's name in the story. And I would agree with you. That's pretty strange. Um, we Very few times do we see something go from being an action of God to being a name of a character. Uh, it does happen. Um, We've talked about some of those names in regards to book names like Samuel and others. Uh, But what we see here in the case is that it's not the same word. It's not Shavat. It's Ruach. uh, Sorry, Noach. And um, the reality of it is, is that Noah should have been one to perpetuate rest or or, or comfort or peace or whatever way you want to understand the etymology uh, after the flood. There should be peace throughout the world. No longer is it the turmoil that we read about prior to the flood of holy men taking uh, 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 normal women and having you know them as their slaves and all these other things happening. Instead, it's now Noah and his sons. His sons should be perpetuating this peace. Noah should be perpetuating this peace and rest. Um, and that's the poignancy of his name to the story. Now... How does that fit for us as New Testament believers? Well, if we go over to the New Testament, one of the concepts is that we are a new creation, says the Apostle Paul. Behold, all things are made new. Now, every time that we see this creation epic happen in this story of the Pentateuch, where we are right now, you get rest. What we should see then is immediately following us being made new, a new creation, as Paul puts it, we too should then know rest or comfort or peace, whichever etymology you choose for Noah. 
And in fact, we do see this. Whenever we believe in Christ as New Testament believers, we not only join into the people of God via the new covenant of Christ, but also what we end up getting as a result of joining the people of God is the peace of God. Uh, Jesus puts it this way in, in the Gospels. He says, Come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I don't think that Jesus used the word rest there. Of course, the language of the New Testament is Greek, but I think that the etymology and the the carryover is fitting. In fact, I, I would propose to you that Jesus was either saying that passage in Aramaic or Hebrew, and in both of those languages, we would have the idea of rest being nuach. Come to me and I will give you rest. So when we look at the world and the turmoil therein, we should then secondarily look at the story of Noah and think about the reality that God is doing a work. The Lord is moving among the nations through his kingdom people, that'd be the church. And as a result, we should know peace, just as Noah should have known peace. And we should perpetuate peace, just as Noah and his children should have perpetuated peace throughout the creation. So that's the question for today for our altar call, if you want to put it that way, is one, is your life in turmoil and you need to be made new? I I would highly suggest that if you're human, you need to be made new again in Jesus. And then secondarily, if you've been made new again in Christ, have you articulated peace? Do you know peace of the Lord and do you articulate it to others? Peace I bring to you, Jesus says. May we also be pursuing the peace of all around us, just as Jeremiah pursued the peace of the city in which you dwell. We should also be perpetuators of peace, as Noah and his children should be. This is what's in the name for Noah. It's a short one, but I think that uh, we get some irony whenever we then further into his story, because Noah doesn't know this peace. Noah ends up actually uh, finding the bottom of every bottle and goes into debauchery and, and drunkenness. I would encourage you, if Christ has made you new, don't be filled with wine, but be filled with the Spirit and know the peace of the Lord in your life. Go check out the story of Noah and let me know exactly how this applies in your life and if this helps you out in regards to your preaching, teaching, ministry. Y'all be blessed now. I'll see you in the next video. Bye now. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glossa House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glossahouse.com today. Glossa House, language resources for the global community.